But Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But, but, but bro, where's the banjo? is going on everybody i apologize for the delay we are legal ham to the face we're a couple days behind but i'm kind of glad we are uh i have got big bry with me hey man there it is <laughs> and uh my cousin Vinny is right now this week he is a little m-i-a but that's okay uh we are going to do the show we are going to talk browns playoffs right buddy man it's been far too long. Far too long. And we are going to talk a little bit about the Lindor trade that just broke today. Uh, we're going to get into yep. the... Uh, oh, there's Princess. Princess is known and she is here. And... Yeah, she's fired up. Go Brown! <laughs> so, uh, hold on, Brian. Hold on just one Love second. It. And uh, so we got that going on. We also are going to talk, since it's New Year's, we're going to talk a little bit of healthy foods. It's not going to be much because there's really not that much about us that's all sorts of healthy. And then we are going to get into our top three Cleveland Browns moments since 1999. Okay. So with that entail, uh, got Betty back up here again going crazy. I like it. So with that entail, we are going to, uh, we're going to get into our show. I want to. Everybody that listens to us, I wish you would, if you're on Twitter, find us at Hamilegal. Please retweet the stuff that we put out. Please like us, even on Facebook. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Anchor. We're on anywhere you can get podcasts. Find us, like us, listen to us, because you're going to have a great time, at least for about the first, what, 20 minutes, and then it goes downhill after that? Yeah, some might argue it goes uphill. Eh, it all depends on what we talk about in the afternoon. So, <laughs> well, that too. All right. So uh, we are going to get into today's show and it is a big Bry's turn for trivia. We're going to knock out the trivia first, Bry. Okay. Okay. Here nice. we go. Hold on. Here's the trivia music. All right, big fella, give me that trivia. I think it's your turn, right? Yeah, this trivia brought to us by... Uh, trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. You can get a hold of Papa V at CurbAppeal419.com. And he has also been a uh, vocal part in the Browns table. So check oh, that yeah? out also. Yeah, he's been chiming in his two cents in there too. So, All right. Okay. So here we go, Brian. Give me, that, right. give me that trivia. Okay, well... My trivia is college football related because we kind of had a historic uh, night on Tuesday night with the Heisman Trophy. With the wide receiver. Devontae Smith. Yes. So actually, I have two Heisman trivia questions for you. Uh The first one, who was the last wide receiver to win the Heisman? Okay. Second one, 
who was the last player who wasn't a quarterback or a running back to win the award? You're killing me. I hate you. I already know the answer to these, but I'll, I'll, I'll play along. You wait. I'll play along. And it's a, no, I have a bonus one that you can actually take a stab at now, oh. and I'll, I'll answer it right hold now because I thought this was amazing. So hey, we know we maybe have a, we'll get into. We have a special what? call. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. And let's see here. Calling in on the Fat Boy Hotline, we got Always Positive Jay. Hello? What's going on, Jay? Well, let's get Jay back on the horn. How about that? Hold on. Go for it. Give me- and we got him back. We got Always Positive Jay on with us. What's going on, Jay? We're doing it live! <laughs> We're, <laughs> We're doing it live! I'm actually on the freeway right now. Nice. So we we just got into our trivia, and Brian gave me some uh, some BS Michigan trivia that I got no, an answer. No, I got That's an answer. the answer. Well, yeah, I know you they can't lost. Give it so I can't give it away, but you know it's it's Bry's, uh you know pissing blue coming out at him that you know I, I understand he's it he's was better. a simple it was a relevant question it was a relevant what question but we're we're talking about uh, this episode Jay we're talking about the uh, Browns playoffs what do you think about that you were at the game one Sunday so how was the game Sunday it was awesome it was yeah. the only game I got to go to this year I opted out so I was telling my fiance I'm like I'm just like we're gonna win this. This is going to be one of the biggest games of my life. I'm like, I have to go. So I just went on Twitter, and someone got had one ticket available, and I went. And it was awesome. Just can't, I, there's no other words to describe it. What do you What do you think about the uh, news that's been breaking all week, though? You know, we've had. I'm the, not scared. You're not scared. I don't scared? know why, dude. All right. I have a gut feeling. I get them once in a while. Browns are winning, man. Right. I have like full confidence for some weird reason. We got everything against us, and that's why when we're at our best for some reason. Awesome, I love it. So we're going to we're going to break down the uh, last Steelers game. So since you were there, what was the atmosphere like? I mean, there was only what twelve thousand people there, right? Yeah, but I mean, it had to be crazy, right? It's weird. You could hear people better, like more individuals, not like a roar. But I mean, they were pretty loud for twelve thousand. Because, like, we could hear it over the telecast, and it was like, wow. Like, I, it just, did somebody honk at you? No. Okay, well, it sounded like somebody honk. It might have been Bryce's phone. Yeah, that was a notification. Oh, there Not it is. Bad. So, uh, so where were you actually sitting at? Were you uh, upper bowl? Where were you at? I was in 500, and then I had this really annoying couple next to me just bickering and fighting the whole time. So I just rolled out and moved down, to be honest with you, and just sat with a friend that had a, a open seat. So and then I was down pretty much like upper dog pound. Oh, nice. That's where I watched the end of it. Nice. Oh, dude, I was yelling the whole time, barking. My throat still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So here a little later, we're going to get into some healthy foods. Because. Well, I know it's terrible, but it's New Year's, so we figured we got to talk yeah, at I least know. a little bit about healthy foods. So what we're going to get... Hey, man, in... I went vegan for two years, dude. I had to go vegan. God, you must have hated yourself. What? Yeah, but I had high cholesterol, so I lost that battle. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, I hear that one. Now you're just eating sausage gravy. Oh, like, <laughs> like it's nothing. It's <laughs> pouring it right down the throat, like 
pop or something. <laughs> so is there any healthy foods that you actually do like? Because that's what we're going to get into here a little bit. I later. actually love salads, dude. I've always, growing up, vegetables in general, I've always loved vegetables. Nice. Is there, like, one particular vegetable that you just, uh, like, once you see it, you just mow down on it? It don't matter, honestly. Like, when you get, like, a veggie tray, I'll eat the broccoli, the cauliflower, green peppers, cucumbers. I love them all, dude. All right. Well, but what what's going on tonight? What are you doing? I'm going out to my buddy's house to play some poker for some credits. For for credits. For credits. Is that in air quotes? Well, Yes, that was an air quotes. Your good call. Okay, I just I'm, like, I'm talking on the phone and the radio and stuff. So. Yeah, you're 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 not on the radio. Well, you're a radio pod, whatever. You know. yeah, 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 we don't count ourselves that way. <laughs> I mean, have you seen you've seen us? So <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> so, Sorry about that. So what people don't know <clears throat> is Jay and I got a little side hustle going on right now about getting. Uh, Three-time Super Bowl champ Gerard Cherry on our show, Bry. So Jay and I have what been, yeah, we've we've been we've been uh, talking back and forth about it, and we're trying to get yeah. something set up. But you know, we're a couple bets have been laid and some other things. So you know, we're still in the process of getting that done. It's a process. Hey, I, I, I know it's a process. He's a Super Bowl champ. It's everything's a process. He's such a good dude. <laughs> really good dude. So. I'm sure he'll do it, but I mean he's busy man. It's a busy time right now, so it might be after the Brown season. That's that's completely fine with us. We do not care. Um, is there one uh you got a couple shout outs you want to get off before we kick you off of here? I'm just gonna tell you right now, Browns twenty we're gonna win twenty seven twenty four. Twenty seven twenty four Browns. Oh You're right. still in Baker's getting the You're... touchdown at the last second to win it. You... I <laughs> the gutest feeling in the world, don't know why. The... You do realize Who's that. Who's it go to? I don't, know if he heard, I don't know if he heard you. He, Bry asked who, uh, who who does it go to? Touchdown. I don't know. I don't know that one. I can't, I can't predict everything, man. I'm going to go with Higgins. <laughs> I like it. Because, you know, he's trying to speed up and race out the road. He might be racing down that field, you know? He's racing down that road. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys take it easy, man. I just want to call and hopefully get on with you guys for a minute. Oh, I love you, Jay. Thank you so much, bud. All right, you guys take it easy. All right, have a good week, bud. Go, Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Later. That was Always Positive Jay, and Brian's phone still keeps buzzing. What do you got over there? What do you got I, going on over there? I don't it, uh, It's vibrating. I don't know how the hell to take it off, so my bad. No, that's all right. That's all right. So uh, we had Jay on. We talked a little bit what we're going to talk about now. Um, we got to get into our shout-outs because we already did the trivia. Desmond Howard's one of the trivia answers. Yeah, you might have to wait till the end of the show. But we'll find out. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But you know. I, I got an extra. I got a bonus one for you. I'll ask it at the end. All right. All right. Well, that blew blew my mind. Okay. It's it's about college football this year. Oh, that's got to be crazy. <laughs> all right. So, Brian, do you have any shout outs this week? Yeah, so I remembered my shout-out that I was kind of struggling to find last week, and that was, let me shout-out Kevin Love, because I heard that he is going to pay the salaries of the workers at the queue while they're unable to work. So Amazing. 
I mean, I know he makes a lot of money, but that's pretty damn cool. That's yes, a great it gesture. Is. That's so. that's amazing. That's amazing for anybody to do that this time of climate. Yep, absolutely. And uh, my other shout out, um, and I'll shout this one out just because all football season long, I had to hear about your fantasy matchups every single week. And so let me shout out the winner of the Cheap Seats Bowl Pick'em, yours truly. Did you do it, man of boy? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I got asked, did you pick Ohio State beat Clemson? No, I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And I, I I have Alabama beating them now, and I think I'm up by a couple, so it doesn't even matter about that game. So man of boy, Bri. Even though I was only like three games behind because, you know, I was producing stuff back here. But that's okay. I win goose egg for winning it, but uh, I'll oh, no. puff my you, chest out no, a little you, bit. You take some pride down there with the cheap seats, boys. Don't don't get Absolutely. it wrong. <laughs> yep. So what um, do you got for shout out? All right, so I got a shout out to Browns Table. They also had us on last week. You actually got to be a part of it for once. So yeah, Craig, it was great. Craig Fountain, uh, the Browns Table. Check them out. They go normally every Sunday night after the game for like a quick uh, 30 minute uh, recap of the game. And then they do a Tuesday night at 7 PM on uh, let's see here on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, I believe at the Browns table. Um, Mm -hmm. Check them out. It's, it's a great time. And if you got two cents to chime in about the Browns or anything of that nature, and you want to come on, he set this up to where the fans can actually talk about it. So you have, two to three people that are either podcasters or huge fans. And then anybody else can chime in. You can write in the comments. You can do anything like that. Right. Yeah. It, it's very chill. It's very relaxed. It's a fun don't time. Don't have to be intimidated be. or anything. It's, it's just Browns fans talking to Browns fans about the Browns. So, I mean, it's what we live for. And it, it it's really, it is a lot of good people. I mean, they've we've mm-hmm. kind of helped each other out throughout everything. I also got to shout out my mother and my wife. Okay. This past weekend, you know, my mom came in for the boys Christmas. Okay. Thanks mom for coming in. The boys loved everything, but we sat there and we joked around. We started watching all the football games and everything like everybody does during new year's. Right. And right. we were watching the West Virginia army game. And okay. I told I told you this story off of here, but I got to say it on here. So my oh, wife is yeah. a huge mountaineer. Like she is from born bred West Virginia. She loves mountaineers. <laughs> She's a transplant here in Ohio, but she is a Browns fan. And she also is a, well, sort of a Buckeye fan because they don't play each other. So we're watching this game, right? And the army quarterback, I, I honestly think, and I'm not, no disrespect. Uh, army is a great football team and a great establishment. We love our troops. So there's no disrespect here. But when he kneeled down behind the center, he got lost. Either that center had the biggest butt I have ever seen, or that kid is like five foot two. So we're sitting here joking around about it with me, my mom, and my wife. And next thing you know, he gets taken out of play. And I'm going, well, where's the quarterback? Where did he go to? And my wife goes, well, I think the center farted and blew back 15 yards. And I about <laughs> fell over. Then my mom started chiming in. Well, maybe he got sucked in. And I'm like, Mom. So I'm sitting here with my wife and my mom as they're watching this football game going, how do you kneel down that far? Like, that is unreal. You can get down that low. Like, he was pretty much walking up hands and knees to take the snap. So I had to hear that. So I, 
for a great day of that. Thank you, Marley and my wife, because that was absolutely amazing. (laughs) Got to keep them engaged somehow, whether it be comedy or football, right? And what's really funny is I'm watching Ohio State with my mom, and everybody else is in bed. Me and my mom are the only ones up. And I see my mom dozing on the couch. And about halftime, I'm like, Mom, Mm -hmm. if you got to go to bed, go to bed. It's okay. I'm not going to be upset. She goes, no, I got to stay up for this. I got to stay up for this. Finally, they scored right out of the half, right, to make it, what, 35-14 or whatever it was. She yeah. went insane and woke up the whole house. I'm like, now you're going to bed. Take your ass upstairs. <laughs> and she started laughing. I'm like, Mom, everybody's asleep. Come on. <laughs> so we we had a good, it was a good, very good family. You know, my dad came in. My mom came in another day. So it was kind of right. nice seeing everybody because, you know, we haven't seen them since the <laughs> pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where we're at now. So, Bri, let's get into the well, playoffs, buddy. What do you want? Go ahead. Do you, since we since you started talking Buckeye football, is there anything you want to get into with that, or you want to just wait? Until you know something. You want I'm, to jinx it? I don't want to jinx it, but I'm just going to go. You know, like we talked about it. Like they needed a running game to kind of mm-hmm. do anything, and I think they did find it with Trey Sermon. You know, this was back with the cheap hand party that we were all talking about. But right, I right. think I honestly I think what it was is this. You can't light a fire under kids that age. And Dabo did it, and they came out with their hair on fire. And I don't think Clemson, like, you know, Clemson back with anybody could have just stopped what Ohio State was going to do to them. Because, I mean, honestly, it was Ohio State just pretty much pulled back their ears and went downhill the entire game. And Clemson had no clue what was going on. I think, uh, and... Truth be told, I kind of I dozed off a little bit in the first half, and I ended up going to bed at halftime. But I, from what I saw, it it kind of gave me a feeling on how the game was going to go, and it was like Ohio State's offensive line dominated because they weren't they weren't even getting close to. Uh, I don't know if Clemson wasn't trying to blitz them or what, but they didn't get close to Fields, I, and so I mean, you I kept thinking like. And if you want to disrupt them, you got to put a little pressure on them. And they just, there was nothing. And so the the running game built off of that. And I mean, it was all downhill from there for Clemson. It was, yeah, it, it was a rough uh, rough game for them. And I, you know, I always thought that I think the spread was seven or seven and a half. And I always thought Ohio State and Clemson they're pretty close to the same as far as talent wise. Yeah, I don't think Clemson's like. Head and shoulders above them. I don't think. Uh, well, other than the last couple of years, Trevor Lawrence, he's been pretty good. He's been very good, but I don't know if he's been great. So Everybody's, I think Justin yeah. Fields playing the game he did kind of canceled him out. If not, Fields was even better. Well, it kind of turned some heads because you know after the two lackluster games that Fields had. Yeah, everybody was writing him off, and he's going to be a late first right. round pick and all that stuff. And yep. he showing that arm talent, what he can actually do. He's not a late first round pick. He's going to go in the top. I, I don't know what's going to happen with him in the pros because, yeah. but still, I mean, he's six three two what six three two forty or two thirty. Is that what he is? Yeah, like, he's a big geez. kid, so he's not like it's little. So like when that linebacker crushed him, that was like two linebackers hitting each other. One got one in the kidney. Huh. But, you know, like uh, Justin Fields said there at the end, they asked him about Dabo and being 11th and all that stuff. And, you know, something, mm-hmm. no comment. You know, we're a little bit better than that. That's a, that's a classic move on his part. 
Um, I wonder if he learned that in Georgia. Or I'm not sure where he learned that, but that was great. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> You're such an ass. All right. So let's get to the Browns, buddy. All right. So All right. We beat Pittsburgh. Yep. All right, with Mason Rudolph as quarterback, we are in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's all they had to do. And you know, everybody busted my chops about you know what they need to do, what they need to do. And you'll hear my kids in the background; they're up here with me. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going, "What do they need to do? All they need to do is win. It doesn't matter how they win. It doesn't matter if it looks good or it doesn't. You win, you're in. You controlled your own yeah. fate at that point in time. Because guess what? If they would have lost that game." They wouldn't have got in. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they did what they had to do. It wasn't always pretty. We all kind of wanted them. I think they were favored by 10, and we all wanted them to blow them out. And they were up until, what were they, 24 to 9. And uh, Pittsburgh scored a couple of the one to Claypool was a luck touchdown. It was a fourth and 10, and they just basically threw it up to them, a 50-50 ball. And he happened to come down with it. And that kind of turned the tides a little bit. And that gave them a spark because I was saying to my wife as I was watching it, I said, if they stop him here on the fourth down, the game is over. I know there's a few minutes left, but they need points right now. So they just dropped back and they just threw it up the play pool. And he made a play. I mean, congratulations. Uh, you know, but I, I think the Browns will be ready for it this week. And hopefully Denzel comes back. I think we're counting on it. I, I'm me personally. I'm counting on it because uh, I think the timetable lines up to where he should be back, but we just don't know how effective he'll be because uh, Miles Garrett certainly had an effect on him, and Denzel hasn't been on a practice field at all. Not that any of the players really have much the last couple weeks, but uh, just having him back out there. Hopefully, he's been keeping in pretty good shape, and uh, yeah, bring him on. I'm I'm not scared. I know I know we're behind the eight ball, but uh don't tell me that we don't have a chance to win this game because I think we do. I think Mason Rudolph didn't play that bad. He no. had some nice deep balls. No, he, and that's the thing that Big Ben can't, it seems like he can't do anymore is the deep balls. Exactly. And, exactly. And, I don't know if Big Ben can make those throws that Mason Rudolph did. Yeah. And, and it sounds crazy to say, but uh, he's not the Big Ben of old, I don't think. No, I, he has changed and he's got to adapt and it's he's got to get used to it, but you know, as you sit there and watch that game, you know, we still keep asking the same old question. What the hell is going on with Chubb? You know, Chubb got over 100 yards again, right? He got a touchdown. Yep. But it's yep. not the – do you think they're holding some stuff back because they don't want Pittsburgh to see it? Because I have a feeling what they've done the last few weeks is they have gone pass heavy to let Chubb heal for this playoff run because I have an honest God feeling in my gut that it is going to be – Chubb 25 to 30 times touching the ball because he hasn't done it all year. Yeah, I I, I would take that. And it kind of, it probably depends on game script. If he touches the ball 25 to 30 times, that means we're probably playing with the lead. And that was the thing with this past game. Like you said, maybe they didn't want to show their full hand because they thought, well, there's probably a pretty good possibility we play the Steelers again. So, we don't want to pull out all our tricks. Um, and so that was one thing we talked about before. The, the Browns never were trailing in this game, really. And so they never felt, had that sense of urgency that, oh, crap, we got to get going. It was, all right, let's just let's 
do some mediocre play calling, very vanilla, and hopefully it works. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, if we have to start doing some trick passes or, you know, airing it out a little more, then we can do that. But what as it turned out, it was the game plan worked pretty well, I think. I mean, other than that uh, that onside kick oh. that gave me a heart attack <laughs> to uh, – Steven Carlson, was it? Yes, it was. He sat down right on that thing like he was trying to oh, hatch that egg. What is going on? I like mean, I, I was like, oh! <laughs> right, right. But, and, I mean, it, even, I it got to that point with a two-point conversion. Two point conversion. Yeah, it got to that point with a two-point conversion, too, because they shouldn't have been – you, you shouldn't have let them got that close. And it, you know, God, it's, it's just nice to finally beat Pittsburgh, okay? Even though it was at home, right. we beat Pittsburgh, right. okay? To get into the playoffs, Bry. The playoffs. Yeah. 2002. Last time. Right. You know what happened it, it in 2002? Be... What? They were talking like Netflix wasn't around. Like all this other stuff <laughs> that, you know, like they're doing the top <laughs> songs in 2002. And I'm going, wow. I think it was in the club with 50 Cent. Smart Smartphones weren't around in no, 2002. No. Like this is, this is how long it's been, people. Like, social media yeah. was non-existent back then. Nope. I think Facebook nope. was. O2, I think Facebook I, was. I don't even know if it was that. I don't know. But, I mean, this is crazy. Like, this is how long it's been for us to get to the playoffs. And we're here. I and know. everybody's freaking out because of COVID, because Stefanski's out because of COVID, because Batonio's out because of COVID. It has been a crap right. year for everybody. And we have played pretty much every game this year without somebody. And if you haven't yep. adapted by now, you got to. But I do have to ask you a question, Brian. This got brought up today. Okay. And I've been thinking about this. Okay. Let's just say, you know, they're not going to cancel the game. Okay. They, no. it, there's no way in hell that's no going to happen chance. because they're, no they, you know, they're just doing what they did. So this yeah, all started back with, dope. this all started back with the Jets, right? We lost mm-hmm. four of our starting wide receivers and they just said, let the game play on. Okay. Right. What's it going to come down to? Let's just say, because Baker hasn't practiced. He hasn't thrown a ball since the game. Okay, he even came out and said that. They um, haven't practiced since last week. I was going to ask you, did they end up practicing today? I didn't hear. No, they shut down the facility again because Ronnie Harrison tested positive. Right, okay. So they had to shut it down again. So none of them have practiced together. They've all, it's all been via Zoom. Like two two weeks, three weeks It's been two two to three weeks now that they haven't really got a rhythm together. So just think about that. You know, you beat Pittsburgh, and everybody's like, well, you beat our backup quarterback and all that stuff. Our whole secondary is for the practice squad. you got to be kidding me. If you guys can't throw for 400 yards against a practice squad defense, I don't want to hear you guys talking anymore. You still have your starting wide receivers out there. Shut up. Right. They they, And they were attacking, uh, is it Robert Jackson? Yes. He's played they six, were going after him. six snaps the entire year. Six snaps. Right. Right. Not, not games. And snaps. We, we did have some bright spots in the game. Um, I thought Jacob Phillips played a hell of a game. He stepped up. He got me excited for the future. And I, I think he's gonna he's up for a huge game this week, especially with Ebron back. Because Ebron came off the COVID list. Right. So, yep, I heard that. So, so let's go. So we'll get Ebron back. They got their kicker back, which yep. their other kicker made every single kick. So yeah. I don't know how much better they'll be there. Let's go over to the list who's out. Batonio's out, which is horrible for Batonio. 
Right? I mean, Botonio's yeah, been through time. everything. Like, like it'd be almost like having Joe Thomas sit out a playoff game. He got the game ball last year. I know he did. He and you know, Stefanski gave it to him. That's what it was. He handed him the game ball. Stefanski had the COVID and gave it to him. Now, well, I'm not... he shook hands with Mike Tomlin, so Tomlin they... should be out too, right? If I was Kevin Stefanski and I knew it, I would have kissed every Steeler there. I wouldn't even have cared. <laughs> and we even joked around about it. Like, I would have walked up and just gave Tomlin the biggest kiss I could ever give him. And be like, hey, <laughs> now we don't condone that because of COVID. No, bro. no, no. We, are, we don't condone not. that. Okay. This is just joking uh, around. Let's make this really clear. This is joking <laughs> around. Yeah. Don't go kissing people it, with COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's going to hurt not having Batonio, I think. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Stefanski's a giant loss. Um, but he can talk to them, coach them up, up until pretty much game time, right? Yeah. Well, yes, he cannot be part of the game. So he won't. Be, he'll be part of the game plan, but yes. he won't be part of the you know game time decisions. And hopefully, uh, Prefer can you know. He, I guess he has done this before. Yeah, he did he during the the. Uh, he did it during uh, God. What was it? Minnesota. The Vikings. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, but so he, he also, has coached. He also did it during. Uh, he also did it during a training camp when they had to sit out Stefanski. So I mean. They've had this protocol in place. The one good thing I like about this, now granted, it's still Stefanski's system, okay? Stefanski's been the one calling all the plays this year. It's Van Pelt's turn now to call plays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He might call things different than Stefanski would. And you know what? And that is, that is like a, that's a gorgeous thing because guess what? There's no tape out on Van Pelt and how he calls games. So they don't there you know. Go. Good call. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That's a great call because, yeah, you're Mark absolutely up for right. The fat guy. And one, one thing that uh, kind of frustrated me, and I don't know if anybody else noticed, and I don't know, honestly, I haven't picked up this on games past, but it seemed like they were rotating Chubb and Hunt, at least in the first half, series by series. Yes. So they would. Chubb did the first series, Hunt did the second series. Chubb did the third series, Hunt did the fourth series. And so as I was mapping this out, we scored a touchdown. Obviously, Chubb's 47-yard run, we scored that touchdown, which was beautiful. He made three guys miss, including their Pro Bowl safety, Minka Fitzpatrick, who was playing, not a backup, not a second stringer. So see you later. And then the second one, we got him down within, like, what, the five-yard line, and we just couldn't punch it in. So... If we have Chubb in there, I think Chubb's our workhorse. We all know it. He's our I, superstar. That's what we need to win this game. We need our superstars to play like superstars. We need a big game for Miles Garrett because losing Olivier Vernon is going to be rough. And they said that Claiborne's going to take over. But, you know, I'm excited to see poor Augustine. Poor Augustine's done pretty good this year. He's Claiborne got a, had a decent game. I noticed Clay, he got in a couple times this past week. Claiborne should have had a sack that if he could have pulled Mason Rudolph down a little quicker, he would have got him. Yeah. Like, I just saw the big Paul come out and grab a hold of him. But, you know, like yeah. this, this this is the time for this defense to finally step up. And it this goes to everybody. Sadejo, Wilson, Phillips, Garrett, Richardson, who's played a great year. You know, you yep. got Ogan Joby, every everybody. You have got to step up now because guess what? 
this you're down to the final of what 14 now it used to be finals uh, yep. final six right well uh, 12 uh, six per conference yeah 12. so you're down to the final 14 teams that means you have done good enough to get here and get established <laughs> and i'm sorry yep. about the cough but you got to go out and you just got to ball out and you got to help them out because guess what it's no demand that if you play man-to-man against these receivers, they cannot get off of man-to-man. They can't, unless yep. it's a deep ball. So if you can get that press on them and give Garrett and that defensive line some time to get in there and disrupt some stuff, they're going to do some damage. And the Steelers showed us a little bit of what their game plan might be. Um, you know, with uh, we're going to have to be ready for Claypool just throwing the jump ball to him. Which I was, I mean, and it worked to the Browns' advantage on the two-point conversion. He had one one-on-one coverage, and I thought for sure they were just going to throw a fade to him and let him go get it. And thankfully, they had him run a slant, and Mason Rudolph couldn't get it to him. But uh, yeah, I saw that matchup, and I was a little a little worried. But you know, we'll be ready for their receivers. I don't think their receivers are great. I think they're, they have three, maybe four pretty good receivers. Um, so we'll be ready for it. We've seen what they do a little bit. I think, I think they showed us they can hit the deep ball, but I don't, like we talked about, I don't think Big Ben's going to hit many deep balls. And, and they're so running ready game, for those short routes. And their running game is god awful. Like the running is, game is last is, in the league. This is the first time I've ever seen a Pittsburgh Steeler team be this horrible with the run. I mean, they're, they're just how, horrible. How did they get to be twelve and four or whatever they finished up? Their their running game is terrible. They got lucky. And they have supposedly air quotes two Pro Bowl offensive linemen. How are they that bad with two Pro Bowl offensive linemen? The Browns have one Pro Bowl offensive lineman, and I saw just today that uh, at Pro Football Focus ranked them first in run blocking and first in pass blocking. So that's unbelievable that you have the best offensive line in both those categories. Uh, kudos to that offensive line. They have come together. They have. It was a little shaky at first this game because they haven't played together that much, plus Callahan was out. But Right. This, you know, what they're doing now with, you know, I just cannot. There was a thing out, and I think it was uh, 850 Golden and Cherry put out, you know, Mm -hmm. who do you thank for what's going on right now? Who's the stabilizer of this team? And they had Stefanski on there. They had Baker. They had all that stuff. Right Right now, I have got to go with, first off, Pauly D for seeing the talent that Stefanski is. All right. Sure. And then sure. my second thing, Andrew Barry, for the acquisitions that he made with Hooper, who hasn't showed receiving wise the Pro Bowl you know elite that he is, but blocking wise, mm-hmm. I watched that last game and watched him block Bry, unreal. And even Najoku is getting in on stuff now. Like we thought Najoku was going to be like a a cancer of this team, and he's part of yeah. it. Yeah, he should have had that touchdown. Hooper this past week kind of had a rough week. I, he might have given up two sacks. One of them. Yeah, but they're sacks. He, but they, in the run game, he makes a huge hole. Yeah, but yeah, I I would agree with you that the offensive line didn't play their best, and I think it was more us than them. But we're going to have to be ready for that pass rush this week because 
as much as I hate him, TJ Watt, TJ Watt led the league in sacks. Yeah. And so he's, he's a speed guy off the edge. You're going to have to get running, running backs to chip him or disrupt him because he's just going to be flying off the edge, kind of like a Von Miller. And he's just going to try to beat Conklin or Wills around the corner. And I, I, that scares me a little bit. We are get Wills back, right? Yeah, well, Will's played last week. So who's playing left guard? Lamb? No, uh, possibly. Uh, he's still. So what sucked about last week, we had all our backups out. We had Hubbard out. Harris, both those guys are done for the year. Lamb was out. Maybe Lamb can come back this this week, but um, he I don't think he's ever played guard before. Well, but I mean, he's uh, he's professional. Yeah, but he's played left tackle too. Oh, yeah. Well, if he's played and left so, tackle, he should be able to slide in at left guard, shouldn't he? I mean, um, technically, I know the footwork's different. I'm no, I'm no scientist, but, like, my thing was, I didn't know Nick Harris was out on the IR. I didn't know he was yeah. completely out. And I was like, well, why not put yeah. Nick Harris in at center and slide Treader over to left guard? No, I mean, Treader's the anchor of your line. You don't oh, want yeah. to mess with your center. Okay. Um, it'd be it'd be easier to replace a guard than it would be a center, just because if you try to replace a center, you don't know his chemistry with Baker. You know, you could have a couple of drop fumbles. Who knows? That could change the game. So, I would prefer that they. I did see they signed a center today. Who um, he's been in the league maybe three or four years. He's got maybe I think nine or ten games experience. Started a couple. And so that would be nice if if he can pick up the offense quickly. I guess he was on the Browns maybe a couple of years ago. Who wasn't uh, on was the Browns a couple years ago? <laughs> yeah, everyone kind of cycled through. Yeah. And, but other than that, we have nobody. We have a bunch of like undrafted um, uh, free agents and guys who haven't really played a whole lot. So. We uh we gotta get moving on, uh, Brian. Let's let's do this. I tried to get Vinny to do his prediction on this score for this playoff game. Are you going to go to the bathroom or are you leaving me? No, All right. my wife skis home, so the dog's going nuts. Oh, that's okay. Let me get your score in this game. What do you think is going to happen this game? You know, we're playoff prime time, eight twenty prime time Sunday night, which means Sunday is going to take for freaking ever. I know. I, I was just thinking that I got to find something to do during the day other than just sit around and watch football. Because You're coming to hang out with me. Past, well, this past week, I woke up at 5 o'clock in the morning, and it seemed like two weeks until 1 o'clock. Because I'm yeah, just you're, sitting around waiting. You're hanging out with me. You're hanging out with me on Sunday, all right? I'm, right. I'll get blackout drunk. I'll pass out at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, then I'll wake up, and it'll be game time. Perfect. Perfect. We'll tailgate, <laughs> and it'll be fine. <laughs> All right, so give me your score, buddy. What do you think is going to happen? For this week's game, honestly, I could see it going so many different ways. I could see it being a shootout. I could see it being a low-scoring game. I, I'm i not sold on this Pittsburgh offense. If, if we can take away – now, Big Ben has the experience. And one thing that I wrote down that I think we needed to blitz more this past week, but – you know, with these veteran quarterbacks, you blitz them. They know how to beat every single blitz, so I don't know if that'll work. It's going to come down to, in my uh, opinion, which we didn't do a great job this past week, is getting off the field on third down. And, um, you know, it, it hurt us. And so I think if you can do that, you can 
win the game, you got to get Big Ben on the ground um, because their their rush game hasn't been anything special. So I I think we can score enough points to win the game. So I'll say, boy, I'll give us two Parky field goals. I'll go 27-17. All right. Browns. Well, that a boy. So I'm kind of like the same line with you. But the way I look at it is you control the time of this game. You control this game. And yep. they can't do it because of they have no running game, and we do. So I am going to score this with, and you're going like this, okay. 31 Browns, 28 mm-hmm. Steelers with a last second Cody Parkey field goal. Trying to kill me. Are you kidding me? No, because I guess what? It. You, of all people, throughout this entire time, had faith in Cody Parkey and that he's yep. going to do it for us, and he is our kicker. He had a couple of mishaps. He did great this past game. He didn't miss one this past game, right? Right. So he he's due. He's due, Bry. He's due. He's due. He's due. Yep. And no, I think we found out today that there's not going to be, other than friends and family, there's not going to be any fans in the stands. Yeah, 2,500 people. 2,500. No, no, no. No fans. No, that I know, but it's twenty five hundred. That's the max that they can have in there. That's, so whether it be that's friends, family, and friends, yeah, that's family and friends. Oh, so okay, there is no more you. than twenty five hundred people allowed in that thing. Right, right. Unreal. So, so maybe, maybe that'll calm his nerves a little bit. Um, you know, I I don't know. I mean, what scares me a little bit is thinking back to that first game and how they mm-hmm. tried to keep Baker in the pocket as much as possible. Sorry about that. And, you know, they, they send P.J. Watt. And I can they do it, send, too. <laughs> P.J. Watt and Bud Dupree off the edge. But remember, they don't have Bud Dupree. Uh, uh, Devin Bush got hurt halfway through that first game. Yeah, but the, so guy they, the, guy, the guy they picked up in, like, the sixth round is actually playing good. He actually looked really good this last game. Yeah, but uh, I'm not too scared about him. So right. we yeah. got We got to start moving, buddy. Block TJ Watt. Let's let's handle uh, uh, Hayward and to it. And after that, I think we, I think there's nothing special about their defense. So carve him up, Baker. Don't be afraid. We saw this past week. He did whatever he had to do to win the game. So we saw him running a lot more towards the end when he needed to pick up a first down they, on they third and a, two or three. They picked a quarterback sweep for him to win the game. Holy yeah. shit! And the and like you text, I think it was you in the text. No, Papa V texted me that block by Hunt on that fucking play yeah. was unreal. Looked like a guard on a Redskins. I know. <laughs> All right, so around. All right, big fella. The other big news that came out today that uh, <clears throat> we talked a little bit with Jay. I think <sighs> Lindor is gone. He's gone. Him and Cookie are off to greener pastures. They are playing for the New York Mets now, and we got a couple infielders and some prospects like we always do, which dumped the Cleveland Indians payroll to $22 million. For the whole team? For the whole team. Get out of here. Bri, I want to rewind to 2016 when we went to the uh, World Series. Right. Our payroll was $140 million. 
this is where we're wow. at now. All right, the win- the window has closed. Obviously, right. uh, we knew this was going to happen. Everybody was kind of built up for it, but it's still a sad day in Cleveland because Lindor meant a lot to this team, especially Cookie. To throw mm-hmm. in Cookie right. on top of it, you know, it, it Cookie's been here for the longest of probably anybody besides Santana, I I believe. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get Joe Barrett on here. We're, I'm going to try to get a hold of Joe Barrett next week, and we'll we'll do a quick little hit about uh, this trade. But Brian, what are your feelings on this trade? Yeah, like like you mentioned, it was something that kind of was inevitable. We were bracing ourselves for, and uh, we just didn't know when it was going to happen or where he was going to go. I guess maybe to try to put a positive spin on it. It's maybe good that he's going to an NL team. And, uh, yeah, well, that's what they the tried Yankees. to do. Yeah, but he wasn't going to go to the Yankees anyways. I guess this was like a foregone conclusion that he was going to go to the Mets because the uh, the new owner of the Mets wants to spend some money, unlike <laughs> the owners here in Cleveland. And you know something? Right. I get it. It's baseball. And, like, you know, yeah. I, I listened to 92.3 today, and they're like, well, do we need to do a salary cap? And, you know, the best quote of the day <laughs> came from Adam the Bull. He goes, it's not a salary cap. It's a salary floor. Okay, you don't need a cap a on the top. Cap. Well, no, no, no. You need to be at some point in time at a certain level. And with the Indians dropping below everybody, like Jay Crawford, quote Twitter, okay, for Twitter for what it's worth. Jay Crawford, go, Jay Crawford goes on Twitter and says, there is 16 players, 16 players making more money than the Indians organization. Right now. Wow. Wow. Organization. Players. So you got, let's see here, Trout, Miggy, soon to be Frankie is going to make more than what the Indians are paying their players now. Harper, Machado. Yeah. So you think about that. 16 players are making more than your whole payroll right now. I, I I don't understand how a professional sport can operate that way. How do you how do you it's, say to seventy five percent of the teams and of the cities out there? Hey, guess what? These five teams have a distinct competitive advantage against you. And you know what? Good luck. Hopefully, you catch lightning in a bottle like the Tampa Bay Rays or and Kansas City Royals. You, yeah, if you can't, hey, have fun attracting 10,000 fans a game and you know do your best maybe we'll move you you don't really matter we just care about the Yankees the Dodgers and the Red Sox and as long as they're good we're good with them being good it it just it frustrates me to no end that's why I I don't get really into baseball because I I think if baseball operated the same way that football does where you're able for the most part you're able to keep your superstars Indians be Oh, the Indians would be competitive as you would believe. Like they would be there. They probably would have had at least two or three World Series since 2000. Yeah, well, that's why we are the Indians. Well, Brian, no, it's, it's hilarious that uh, you know, people want to point to the Rays from last year or other teams in the past that have low salary caps. Yeah, but that doesn't. That's they, not. They compete. What's What's really sad about it, and this is this is the last blurb that we're doing because we gotta get the food, buddy. Um, they have a top-notch organization. They really do. Like, 
people love their organ. They have one of the best managers in baseball, and you still yeah. cannot spend the money to get people in here. Yes, you tried with in Carson uh, Edwin. We'll just go with the parrot because I can't even pronounce his last name. Right. Yeah, there you go. You right. tried it with that, and it just failed because he was injured. But you gave up mm-hmm. on it too quick because look what he did. Like you know, it just it is what it is. All right, Frankie, thank you for. Yeah. Everything here, and especially Cookie. Cookie, you are an yeah. inspiration here. And thank you for all you've done for us Cleveland fans. All right. We really do appreciate you guys. And we understand it's a business thing and it is what it is. But thank you guys for being Cleveland Indians and loving this city. Yeah. You know, the cookie, uh, the loss of Cookie almost hurts more than Francisco. Because we all knew Francisco was gone, and that was his choice. He could have signed a long-term deal a couple years ago, but uh, Cookie, he probably was underpaid yeah. for what he's given us oh, and yeah, what he's definitely. meant to the franchise. Definitely. But he was still getting too much money for the Dolans, and yeah. so that's why he's gone. He didn't want to leave. Well, people, prepare for the worst when it comes to the well we're about to have a new name so it won't be the indians it'll be the cleveland baseball team coming up which we haven't even <laughs> touched that yet because that's going to be a shit show in itself so we'll be plenty of time yep so you still keep beeping so let's get into so new year's just happened let's get into our healthy food let's get into fat boy tuesday bry actually no. it's fat boy it's fat boy thursday um, Slim Boy Thursday. It's Slim Boy Thursday. All right, so let's talk. Let's talk about some healthy foods. All right, so everybody tries to lose weight during the new year, and I use that loosely with air quotes and everything else because you, you try to do it. Some people stick with it. Some people don't. They just kind of say what they do. So, Brian, mm-hmm. what are some healthy foods you like to eat? <laughs> Which is salad. I know you eat salads. Uh, well, just a cheeseburger with no bacon. I guess that's pretty healthy, right? Cheap, yeah, yeah. As long as there's no bun and no everything, yeah, you're fine with that. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, right, sure, yeah. right. Maybe a small fry instead of large. You know, um, fries without ketchup, right? Yeah, you, you're right. I'm pretty basic. I can, you know, I, I'll take a head of lettuce in and a couple pieces of chicken. And I got my lunch for the week, so okay. I'm fine with that. I could do I could do salad almost every day, and maybe switch it up with dressings or toppings or whatever, and never get too bored with that. You... The other thing I'll do is sometimes I'll have cereal for dinner. I'll have like Honey Ooh. Nut Cheerios or uh, Total. I don't even know if they still make Total. I don't uh, think they do. Do you add sugar to that stuff though? No, no. Just trying to be healthy. Um, and vegetables. I just I don't get too crazy with it. Uh, I don't go like quinoa or anything. My wife makes a fantastic, um, it's like a stuffed pepper, but instead of ground beef, you use ground turkey. That's really good. Okay. Well, yeah, um, there's alternates on stuff. Sure. Right. And so just kind of make little tweaks. Have, have you tried the Impossible the Whopper pizza. yet? What's that? Have you tried the Impossible Whopper yet? No, no. Do they still sell that? I think so. I, I mean, I've never tried it. Uh, I I thought I remember hearing something that maybe it has less fat grams, but the calories are still the same, basically. Uh, so okay. I don't well, know if that's a great alternative. Um, I'm kind of in the boat with you. I love salads. I really do. Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. if they're done right, because I love. So uh, growing up the way I did, uh, like I'm like with Jay, 
vegetables are just like you give me a, a little thing of Hidden Valley Ranch and a bag full of vegetables, I will go to town. Which is what yeah. my bro- my mom brought for uh, New Year's. <laughs> and a cheese tray and all that stuff. She, she brought a whole bunch of stuff. But I do I do love fresh vegetables. And like my biggest pet peeve with vegetables is tomatoes. If I see a you tomato... Like- oh no, I love tomatoes. I love tomatoes. Like if I get into a tomato patch... I'm taking a salt shaker with me, and I am just going to town. It doesn't matter what kind of tomato, whether it be cherry or a big tomato. I'll just eat it the way it is. I, I love tomatoes. Are you one of the people that you'll take a tomato and you'll eat it like an apple? Yes. Really? I swear to God, yes. That's wild. It's it, it it's it's hard to do because it's very messy. But yes, right. I... I I grew up that way because I, I remember getting shot with a BB gun by my grandfather because I would eat all the tomatoes that were off the vine because there's the difference because you get your store-bought tomatoes and they're like, eh. If it's fresh out of the garden tomatoes, there's a totally different taste to them. So like like I told my wife, she actually went shopping. She bought a whole bunch of salad and stuff. And my mom brought celery. I forgot how good celery is with like a little ranch dip. It is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. buy some more. I'll eat carrots. I'll eat, you know, fruits. I love kiwi. Mm-hmm. I love peaches. Peaches are my, you know, I love peaches. Apples. Let me shout out apples. Well, yeah, because you're, 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 you're an apple fan. I'm not a huge apple fan. Oh, yeah. They, and apparently they, uh, they have more, I don't know, it's not caffeine, but they give you more energy than a cup of coffee does. So, is that coming from your an cousin? apple every once in a while, it's not bad. Um, we, we got, uh, we've gotten into doing Brussels sprouts, oh, which I, I never really liked growing up, but Did you, burn you them? do them right in the oven, a little vinegar on them, balsamic vinegar on them, and you char them up a little bit on the outside. Add, a little, add a little Parmesan on it. Makes it okay. even better. I, I swear to I'll God. Try that. I because that's what that's what we do, and that parmesan melts a little bit on top. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So the reason why we got into healthy foods is we always try to do a food segment for everybody. Um, if there's healthy foods that we have missed, like I love salmon, I love fish. Brian's not a fish guy. I love nope. all sorts of fish. I love you know, the protein bowls, the, you know, I drink the green shakes. I, I've done everything. Like I eat, I, that's why I'm that fat guy. Cause I'll eat anything and I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Anything. I'll at least try it. So, but with Bri, Bri's a little more picky than I am. So if there is something that we didn't touch on today that we should hit us up, hit us up on Twitter, hit us sure. up on Facebook. And just, you know, you'll find us on Facebook at Illegal Ham the Face. You'll find us on Twitter at Ham Illegal because Illegal Ham the Face was taken. You'll figure that one. Um, And just find us. You know, as soon as this episode comes out, find us, like us, follow us, you know, retweet us, whatever you guys got to do. Because we we do love doing this and we appreciate all the feedback we've gotten. So, Brian. Yep. You ready for the trivia finale? Actually, remember trivia, trivia or top three first? No, 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 trivia because I I actually remembered the trivia for once. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go with the you trivia. You need me to repeat them. No. So Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was was the, the other last... wide 
last receiver. That was 1991. 91. 91. All right. And the last non-quarterback and running back was Charles Woodson. There you go. And who's another Michigan guy. So you act like uh, I don't know uh, Michigan players, but it's okay. These Michigan guys are doing something special. Yeah, yeah, every decade. Future Hall of Famer Charles Woodson, as I might add. Speaking as, of along we, with Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. We forgot to talk about Clay Matthews today. What the hell are we doing? Mm-hmm. Clay yeah. Matthews, congratulations. This is the last year of eligibility, I think. Yeah, well, thank God he made it to the finals because they threw up Get a stat between him and Junior Seau. It's unreal. Like yeah. he's he's no he's, respect. He's so good, and they no respect be, because he spent twenty years in the league. They're looking at him different. I think it was twenty so, years, right? Uh, nineteen, if I'm not mistaken. But so his son, cool. his son's still a free agent, or his yeah, his son's still, we he's still a free agent, right? Alongside DJ, yeah, there it is. Yep. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So we got. Uh, well, let me give you my other uh, bonus one. All right, let's get the bonus. So Ohio State plays Alabama this week. Alabama's averaging something ridiculous, like forty-seven or forty-eight points a game. Yes. That's actually second in the country. Uh huh. Do you know who's first in the country in points per game? Cincinnati. Do you want Do you want a clue? No, I said Cincinnati. Nope, not Cincinnati. It's not Cincinnati. You want a clue now? Might. It is a Ohio college. Ohio college? It's D1. It's D1. I'm not going to go to, like, uh, Wittenberg or anything like that. It's an Ohio college with... An Ohio university. It's Ohio university? No, it's a university in Ohio. It's not OU. I'll give you that one, even. I said Cincinnati. Not Cincinnati. It's not Ohio State. No, it's not Ohio State. Then who is it? The Kent State Golden Flashes played four games, <laughs> averaged like 49 points a game. That a boy. Uh, you would bring How that up. That? You would bring that up just to bring that up. I love you, Golden buddy. Flashers. I love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! I got a lot of family that went to Golden. That's a Golden Flash. My dad, oh my, my brother. God. Shout out to those guys. I was going to say Bowling Green, but they suck, and then so does Akron. You know, <laughs> hashtag King mm-hmm. Carmen. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. So let's get into our top three. All right. So yep. our top three. We don't have a sponsor for it. If you want to sponsor it, you know, hit us up. Come find us. You know where we're at. All right. Mm-hmm. So our top three tonight, because the Browns made the playoffs finally. It's been yeah. a huge drought. We're going yep. to go our top three Browns moments since 1999. Yep. All right. So, Bry, give me your number three. What do you want to do? You want to go back and forth? Or you want the whole list? No, oh, we'll go back and forth. Hold on. Let me let me nice. find let me Good. hold on. Let me find the dings. Let me find the dings okay. for us, okay? Because I don't want people to think that. There it is. There's one dig. There we go. All right. So you go ahead. All right. Um, so I have an honorable mention like you probably usually do. Uh, let me say my 
Honorable mention is the Thursday night game. I, it might have been 2011. It was Eric Mangini. It's when we beat Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers. And I might have had a few too many uh, Christmas sales. That so was probably in December down at Panini's, but uh, I still kind of remember it. So that's why it was an honorable mention. My number three is a game I went to. It was actually in 2007, and it was the snow game against the Buffalo Bills where we won 8 to nothing. Oh, and I remember that game. Bill Dawson kicked a 49-yard field goal, <laughs> which snow. might as well have been a 75-yard field goal in those conditions. It was uh, phenomenal. I remember having to run back into, like, the uh, – the uh, members area because it was warm in between uh, commercial breaks and trying to get warm and trying to feel my toes and then running back out there. So that was a lot of fun to be at. That sticks out in my mind. All right. So my number three. Oh, did I get you laughing on the goat? All right. Was that a goat? That was Tom Brady. That was, that was not Tom Brady. All right. So my (laughs) number three. All right. And, my number three is a little different because I'm going to go back to where this all started. I'm going to go back to the Miles Garrett draft. Okay. They could have passed on now, him. They could have done oh, anything else. They drafted, So yours wasn't even a game. Yours was the moment oh they no. took Miles. You said Browns moments, right? Right. No, all that's right. cool. When they drafted Miles Garrett, I believe that was the start of the turnaround. Because yeah, for once, for once, they took the number one pick that was supposed to be the number one pick. Yeah. There was now, no... Now, they, they, they thought... Hindsight. About, yes, I understand. But at the time, they, oh, yeah. they flirted with quarterbacks. And it's like, they, why? You had the best defensive player that anybody has ever seen in 10 years sitting mm-hmm. in front of you, and you actually pulled the trigger. Thank you. So that is my number three. I remember day of, there was a lot of talk. Well, maybe they'll take Mitchell Trubisky because he's a uh, local guy and they need a quarterback. And so good on them for for not overthinking it and taking the sure thing, which Miles Garrett has been. Yes, so, he has. Yeah, that was great. So, Bry, hold on. Give me your number two. <laughs> Why do I get the cow? Well, just wait. You're going to get something else. <laughs> My number two is also in 2007. It was a game early in the year, and it was one of the like very few games that I pretty much, even 0-16, I'll watch every single game. But because of the time of year, it was the Johnny Appleseed Festival at Mapleside. So I was working that, and I was kind of listening to it. I don't know if it was on, like, a radio at the time or whatnot. And I, I heard the game coming down to the wire. So my dad and I ran and jumped into the car to listen to the end of it. It was the game against the Bengals that we won 51-45. to and it was a shootout, maybe weeks two or three. Got the whole season going. Derek Anderson, five touchdowns. Braylon caught a couple. It was a lot of fun. I mean, how do you not love a game where you score 50 and you only win by six points, and especially against a division rival? So 
that was pretty awesome for me. All right, so my number two. <laughs> Johnny Manziel draft pick. The only reason why I played that, we still finished 1-15. But that oh, one oh. game, Jamie Meter. Give me 11, Jamie Meters. Showed up and blocked a kick for us to give us that one win against Ashland Eagle. Against Philip Rivers. Yeah. And I remember him uh, just fucking going insane on the sideline. So that is, you know, hold on. I want you to realize this. Miles Garrett is a draft pick, and Jamie Beer yeah. blocking a field goal. So this is where I'm going with this, or my top three memories. Okay. All right. So I want you to, so it's now, it is time for you to hit your top one. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, my top one, it kind of goes along with our theme here about uh, the Browns making the playoffs. And this game, this win, sent us to the playoffs in 2002. We didn't know it at the time, but we knew we had to win. It was a game I went to. It was the last game of the year against the Falcons. And it was the run-William run game where he busted one. And then I believe, from what I can remember, it came down to a goal line stand. Uh, it, it was yes. probably Michael Vick uh, and the Falcons. And if memory serves me correct, it was Earl Holmes, our our linebacker, stopping. Maybe it was work done at the time. I can't remember. They're, they're running back right on the goal line. And, of course, that's how. And coming back to this past week, that's how the Browns would make the playoffs. By the hair of their chinny chin chin. So, hey, whatever yeah, it 2002, takes. That was awesome. You know what's really funny is they actually played that video of Rub William Rub. I forgot how fat he was. William Green? Oh, yeah, he was fat. No, he was. Oh, not. my God. He was I like, he was like Jerome Bennis kind of fat. <laughs> he must have been what wearing, he must have been wearing way too many pads then because they actually, well, a, they, they, they actually showed. Well, I know, but they actually showed the Rub William Run. I'm like, I don't remember him that fat. He's not. That's what I thought. But if you watch back, watch back that video, you're going to look at him and you're going to think he's a chubby boy. Well, that wasn't even my favorite William Green moment. My favorite William Green moment was when he he, he punched uh, Joey Porter oh, before yeah, the yeah. game even started. <laughs> I love that. Love that guy. All right, so. Fat guy's number one. Yep. And the only reason I bring it up is because I hope my stepfather listens to this. Mm -hmm. Like I told you before, I was never a huge Browns fan. I was always a Bengals fan, and now I have converted back in 1999. Hold on. And I'm going to go back to a time that there was a Tim Couch and a Kevin Johnson. Mm -hmm. Okay. My favorite memory of the Browns expansion area was the Hail Mary from Tim Couch <laughs> to Kevin Johnson against the New Orleans Saints. Was I right? Why would you do that? Hold on. New Orleans Saints, right? Yes. Okay. 
And I understand why you say, why would I do that? There's so yeah. many other, there's so many other memories. Gerard will never come on the show now. That uh, Gerard was part of that. I'm sorry, Gerard. <laughs> but the only reason why I bring that up was that was my first part of being hooked. And you mm-hmm. know, everybody says, don't get hooked. I got hooked because I actually felt for my stepfather, the passion and the fandom of what it means to be a Cleveland Brown. And ever yep. since then, I have been a diehard Cleveland Brown, and I cannot thank him enough for bringing me on this boat race because it has definitely been a boat race. It's been plugged, yep. and we've sunk down to the bottom, and we have plugged it back, and we brought it back up. But we are here now. Cleveland fans, we are here now in the playoffs that we haven't been in in 18 years. Yep. 18. This is our time. No matter who is out, no matter what is going on in the world, this is the Cleveland Browns' time for once. I'm getting fired up, man. I I can't contain it. Because you want to know... Everybody, what everybody has shit on us. Everybody yep. has counted us out. We thought we had a good team last year, went six to ten and got humbled. And then everybody's going, "Who's this coach? Who's this quarterback? He's not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything." And we went eleven and five, people. Eleven and five during a COVID year. Mm-hmm. Hold on. When people thought that we would go, <coughs> Tony Grossi, 7-9. You <laughs> have, best. I picked the Cleveland Browns in our power rankings to go 12-4. and four. Mm-hmm. I picked our Browns to go to the Super Bowl, but lose. But I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. This is what Vinny was going to bring up tonight. Because if you listen back to episode, I think it was five, it was our Bull Predicts. Yeah. Big Brian nailed. Shane Bieber. We were going to have a Cy Young. He also oh, yeah. he also nailed if they don't draft LaMelo, the Cavs are going to be good. The Cavs are doing good right now. Okay. Yeah. And right. right now, Browns are in the playoffs. We're Clevelanders, right? Let's go. Yeah. And if they can find a way to win this game in any way possible, I don't care how ugly it is, I mean... That'll probably vault to the top of my list. A win against the Steelers in the playoffs with everything going against us? Come on now. All right. So, that concludes our top three. We yep. want to thank our troops. We definitely want to thank our military. For uh, sure. We, like I said before, you missed the Army segment because of something else. But you, it was no disrespect to Army. It really wasn't. It, you know, right. It's a football game to us. You know, you guys do everything. You really do. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, Big Bry, God bless us. God bless the Cleveland Browns. God bless America. God bless you and your family. Go Browns. Get it done. Alright. I am that fat guy. We are uncorked. Unloaded. And we're out. Thank you for listening. Go Browns.